Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Hey there, I'm your host and channeler and medium, bringing you over 30 years of experience to Portal Mystico podcast. I've dedicated my life to uncovering a treasure trove of tools and techniques, and I can't wait to share them with you. Join me on this incredible journey where we'll dive deep into spirituality, astrology, channeling, fitness, the divine feminine, numerology, and various spiritual modalities. And each week, you'll receive invaluable insights and interviews that are going to bring you closer to that version of yourself that you want to achieve. Expect captivating interviews with experts, deep dives into metaphysical concepts and practical advice to ignite your creativity and boost your personal growth. I'm your host, Elena Maggio, and Portal Mystico Podcast. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite platform. Welcome to CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds, former two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council, is the CarPro. Kevin McCarthy, Hall of Fame broadcaster and two-term national freckle champion, is his sidekick. Here we go on CarPro USA. Thank you so much for joining us here on our coast-to-coast broadcast of CarPro USA. We're here to help you make a good, smart car buying decision because there's no way that a part-time customer can outwit a full-time car salesman. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, no, there's not. I've, I've read on all the I forums. I don't care it's what like, you read. I was here's doing, a, I here's a trick. You can, you can outwit a car salesman if you do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not so much. <laughs> Yeah. You don't even want to try. You do it one, three times every once every three, four, five years, maybe. Maybe. And but a car salesman sells one, three, four, five cars a day, maybe. On a good day, yeah. On a good day. Yeah. yeah. So what's happened here for the last 18 and a half years is we have been sending our listeners to very specific dealerships to talk to a very specific person that is trained on how we want our listeners treated, the pricing matrix. I do it all for you up front before you ever walk in the door. But it is a process, and it does start at carprousa.com under certified dealers. Be sure and email through our site because that's the only way that they'll know at the dealership that you're actually a listener of ours. This is a pretty exclusive club. I mean, we've got hundreds of thousands of listeners, and we've got a gazillion people they use our process every single day, and 99% of the time it works exactly like it's supposed to, and the other 1% of the time, honestly, it's typically because the listener didn't do something that they were supposed to do, such as email first and let the dealership know that you're coming. They'll set up for you. You'll walk in the door, and you will feel like a VIP when you walk in the door. They'll roll out the red carpet for you. But again, you got to go through the website to get that. 
special pricing. They are very good about stepping up on trade-in values. It's an overall experience. And what they get from our show is volume. And so they're willing to sacrifice profit on a car because of the volume that we send them. They don't want to screw it up because they're going to get kicked off the show. That's what makes everything work. And it works well. So there you have it. That's that's our system. And again, it all starts at carprousa.com. And you can get our podcast there and you can get my FAQ page, which is great. Hundreds of car reviews. Uh, I'm a little different kind of reviewer. I look at the value proposition, not just, yeah, the car rides good and it drives good. We give you all the stats on every car that we review, length, width, height, fuel economy, you know, what kind of spare tire it's got, if it's got one at all. Uh, we point out the good and the bad. And <clears throat> we're, we're not as technical as car and driver or motor trend. But unless you're a real gearhead, I don't know that people care about that. I mean, they want to know the basics. Is it quiet inside? How does it drive? You know, is the air conditioner work good? Those sort of things. And that's the kind of stuff that we go over with all of our car reviews. The stuff that they do in those magazines that you mentioned? Yes. I don't want to read two paragraphs about the headlights this year are swoopier <laughs> than the headlights were last year, giving the car more of an elegance. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're big on they're big on adjectives. Yeah, uh, we just give it to you straight. It's like, and it'll be up uh, it'll be up on our website Tuesday. Um, and I did not get to shoot video this week because of the weather. Uh, we had an actual snowstorm. I'm hesitant to say that. <laughs> Some places got as much as a quarter of an inch. Uh, but that, that is a little I saw one for flake in my backyard. Did you? Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. I have been driving the 2020 Chevy Traverse High Country all week long, all-wheel drive. Uh, very enjoyable SUV, but when you read my review, you will, you will hear, you'll, you'll read me ranting about the start-stop system. So in our free weekly newsletter that you can sign up for at carprousa.com also, at the bottom of the page, it's real simple, just need your email address and we will guard it with our lives. I had an article about understanding start-stop systems because some people are concerned about the long-term wear and tear of a start-stop system. And if you're not familiar with start-stop, it's where when you pull up to a red light or a stop sign, the engine actually shuts off, but it leaves all the accessories running. And then when you take your foot off the brake, the start-stop system kicks on and the engine starts back up and it goes. It's very annoying to me. Some people are better with it than others. For me, it's a deal killer. As as wonderful as the Chevy Traverse is, that would keep me from buying it. Let's go to Burbank, California and talk to Debbie. Debbie, welcome. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Um, I... Yes, we're in the car shopping, and we started for sedans, and we started to look the other day, and we um, t- uh, looked at the Honda Civic EX hatchback, uh-huh. and we really liked all the amenities that came with the price. It was a good price for, um, that they listed, and but the ratings on the consumer reports really weren't all that great, so I just wanted to get your feeling. What do you think of that car, and is there a one that's better with the same type of you know look and features? Well, Debbie, let me tell you that in this full disclosure here, typically when Consumer Reports says something about a car, I'm I'm the opposite. I, I, I just, I, I get inferior. I can't even read them anymore because I get so angry on the fact of how wrong they are so often. 
And, you know, the Honda Civic has been one of the best cars ever made for a lot of years. There's been a few rough patches when they came out with the CVT transmission the first one some years ago. There were some issues. But guess what? It's Honda. So what they do? Stepped right up, got it fixed, called all the owners and said, come, come see us. We've got, we need to, we need to work on your transmission. I, I think it's one of the better cars on the road. And finally, just in the past few years, they've started adding some really neat features. The cars have gotten better looking. They finally figured out that pretty wheels are a big motivator for a lot of people. And they've made the cars look better on the outside. Uh, great safety features. I love their blind spot monitoring. Uh, what happens yeah. when you, let's say you're going to change lanes to the right. When you hit the blinker to the right, a big screen pops up and you can see exactly what's in your blind spot. Things like that. Quality, durability, all the way. Uh, one of the better cars on the road. I don't care what consumer reports say. Uh, you, I could make the same case for the Toyota Corolla. It's been a good car. I, I think some of the features on the Honda, I prefer to the Toyota. Uh, Toyota's been a little bit behind in their technology as far as Apple Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. They're trying to catch up, and they're doing a better job. But, you know, for the money and for the long-term reliability, for the resale value, it's going to be really hard to beat the Honda Civic. And if you're going to lease, and I don't know if you're going to lease or buy, but if you're going to lease the Civic has always got some really good lease incentives. They, they really emphasize leasing at Honda. So <clears throat> throw your consumer reports away. Trust me, and I'll promise you, you will never regret having a Honda Civic. I've got three Honda dealers in Southern California at my website, carprousa.com. Don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA and find out which vehicle is right for how you drive. 1-800-926-7777. Gary, I know that the classic car of the weekend on our Facebook page, uh, well, it's a $350,000 vehicle at uh, the Barrett-Jackson auction a couple of weeks ago. Yes. But was it really, if it was on the streets today, would it really be that fast as it was back then? Well, if it was stock, no. I mean, 250 horses back in the, 70s was a lot at that time. I mean, I, and uh, you look today, I'm driving four cylinders with over 300. But a big V8, 250 horses was a lot. But you also have to take into consideration there were no pollution controls on those cars. And so it was a true 250 horses, unlike what we drive today, which has got big horsepower numbers. And there's a lot of fast cars out there. I mean, I, some of the Dodges I've had review over the past couple of years you know over 700 horses yeah but you know no they they didn't feel that fast back then and you know we look at these pretty cars like this one on our facebook page and you go wow that is really gorgeous but you forget they really drove like crap yeah i mean they were horrible the brakes were awful didn't and, corner well oh no they were just heavy and and you know it just they're, they're good to look at, and it, you need to drive one every once in a while to remind yourself what they were really like. 
Let's go to Modesto, California, and we're going to talk to Jim. Hello, Jimbo. How are you, Jerry? Thank Good, you buddy. for taking my call. Sure. I'm looking for I'm looking for a SUV uh, up to thirty thousand dollars or right around there. Uh, willing to go even used, not more than say ten or fifteen thousand miles on it. Uh, I want a comfortable seat like a Lincoln Continental. Uh-huh. I want it to be quiet. Blind spot monitoring, brake medication, cruise follow, nice sound system with all the bells and whistles, something that holds the value. What can you suggest? <laughs> oh, Jim. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm assume you've been out of the market for a while um, because I the have. SUV market is sky high. I mean, there is nothing close to $30,000 like you described. You can go. I'm willing to travel to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't better here, pal. I promise you, it's no better anywhere. Um, it's a five five passenger, not no third row seat. No third row seat. Okay. Um, believe it or not, you can pick up a, a Lincoln MKX, and because you mentioned Lincoln and and. The seats in an MKX are not as comfortable as the new Continental is, but nothing is except the Navigator. Um, you could pick up an MKX with, I'm going to say, under forty thousand miles for around that kind of money, and and that's a that's a great vehicle. Um, you can go to the top of the line Ford Edge, which is going to drive and ride and handle, you know, very very similar to the Lincoln because they're sister vehicles. The the Cadillac CTS, I'm sorry, yes, CTS, no, CTV, what is it? STX, SRX, <laughs> I got it, <laughs> I got it now, it's the SRX. Uh, it's one, that's a vehicle that I've always enjoyed because of the amenities and the features, and and it's a great SUV that doesn't hold its value very well, which is exactly what you're looking for. You're looking for, you know, what you're describing to me was a well over $50,000 SUV when it was new. So now we got to back up a couple of years. And because the the SRX uh, depreciates quite a bit, you can pick one up in that area. Right. The the other one that is, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say the other one that's underrated as far as value that's a really nice SUV is uh, the Volvo S60. I'd put that Volvo interior up against anything out there. Okay. What about a um, CRV touring? Well, it doesn't fit your criteria. I mean, honestly, not even not even close. It's a great SUV, but there's nothing, uh, you know, as far as comfortable seats and quiet inside and right. and that sort of thing. Uh, and and I'll be honest with you, you have trouble buying. You'll have trouble today finding one of those at thirty thousand dollars brand new. They're, I mean, the market's yeah, just true. crazy high, and it's because of okay. uh, everybody's making the transition from cars to SUVs. So, I, th- you know, I, I, I think right. I, if I were you, I wouldn't be afraid of buying a certified used one that'll fit your criteria. And I think if I were you, I would I would focus on the SRX and the MKX uh, from Lincoln, and I think that's going to give you everything that you're looking for and more. Uh, some really nice features, really nice instrumentation. You didn't mention navigation system, but both of those will have it. 
And if if it were me wanting to spend $30,000, that's exactly what I would do. Buying or leasing your next vehicle is a hard choice. Don't go it alone. Call the car pro Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. And to Los Angeles, California we go. Jeffrey, what can I do for you, sir? Hello? Yes, Jeffrey, you're on the air. How can I help you? Oh, thank you very much. I'm looking uh, to lease a car. I was wondering where can you – I'm pretty open to any make or model, but something affordable. could be a compact, subcompact, subcompact SUV. Um, Is there – a source that I can turn to to see if there's any deals, any manufacturer deals on leases. Yeah, there's always there's always lease deals in your market. Um, L.A. is just, I mean, it's the lease capital of the world. Um, generally speaking, Toyota and Honda have the yeah. best lease incentives, uh, and it's not okay. something that they shout about. You know, it's not like looking at a Ford or a Chevrolet where you're. Looking at three thousand dollars in rebates or zero percent APR, Toyota Honda do it very quietly, and and one of the reasons that they their lease deals are so good, the residual values are high because the resale value on their products are high. So when you've got a high residual, then you're going to get a low monthly payment. Plus, they both like to lease. I think Toyota probably just a little bit more than Honda, uh, but but that's going to be your two best lease deals out there. Without a shadow of a doubt. Trust me on that one. Okay. All right. Thank you for your time. You are welcome, sir. And, you know, I mean, Toyota loves to do leases. They figured out years ago that if they can get people on a shorter cycle, they'll sell twice as many cars. And it it just infuriates me that some of the car companies encourage people to do a long-term loan. I mean, Ford has got a special rate on some of their cars uh, if you go 84 months. Well, that's crazy. I mean, 84 months, you know how long that is? You know how much interest there is, even at a low rate and the look kind of low interest rates we're talking about today? You want me to hear something else along those lines? You can't. You, you do an 84-month loan, you can't trade for six years, and that's a minimum. I looked at a third-party lease company website yeah. this week. They're... All their leases were for 54 months. I got news for you. There's there's some, for the luxury car dealers, there's some lenders out there that will do over 100-month financing. Wow. That car ain't going to last 100 months. Don't do that. So you want a hybrid, but maybe a diesel would suit your driving better. Call Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA and let him help you. 1-800-926-7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. O'ReillyAuto.com. So I'm sure you're aware, if you uh, follow the stock market at all, that Tesla had a little bit of a wild roller coaster week this week. Yes, they did. And I just wonder, you know, we talk about, well, Ford's coming out with the Mach-E electric Mustang, the G40 
GM's coming out with an electric Hummer. How many really viable electric vehicles do you think are going to be on the market in the next year or so? Oh, I think there'll be I think there'll be a lot. Really? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, that technology is changing quickly, and it's coming on. And there's a race of sorts from automakers to try to come out with the first electric car. That you know, I mean, everybody's going that way. Um, there, there will be, I'm going to say, by 2020, the end of 2022. So a little over two and a half, almost three years from now, there will be a glut of them. A glut. A glut. Too many automakers doing it at the same time. They're all going to hit about the same time. Um, some of them are going to be really expensive. Uh, people are going to have their concerns about them, and it's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be for everybody, you know. In a lot of the country, I mean, L.A., which you know, God love them, they love them out there, and they've got the infrastructure to do it already. They've got the charging stations everywhere. Uh, the rest of the country, pretty much no. So we'll see how it goes. 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777. We can still get you in this hour if you call right now. And we go to Romulo. Help me, Romulo. Romulo. Yeah, sorry. Romulo, are you there? Yes, sir, I'm here. Is that the way you pronounce your name? Yes, sir. All right. Well, sir, what can we do for you? Uh, I leased a, an E300 back in 2018, and I barely put mileage on it, so it will be a return 2021 of May. So I only got about 7,800 miles. My question is, I'm tr uh, you know trying to uh, thinking of buying the car after the lease. Should I put mileage on it, or will the dealer charge me so much because it's got low mileage on it? No, your your residual value is set in stone, and it is on your lease contract. That's what you'll pay for the car. Now, that residual value was based on higher mileage than that. So your car uh, will probably be worth a lot. How many miles a year did you sign up for? Do you remember? Uh, 12000 a year. Okay. So you're going to have, what, half that? Probably, yeah. Okay, so... The, it should be uh, average of uh, 6000 a year. Okay, so r roughly half. So the the money was based on you having a 36,000-mile car. You're going to have an 18,000-mile car, yet you still get to buy it for the same residual value as if you had 36000 on it. So your car's going to be worth a lot more oh, money. Okay. And, and so, you know, the question, the question you got to ask yourself when you get closer to the lease, not now, you won't do any good yeah. now, but when you get within, oh, 60 days of the lease, get some bids on your car and find out what the actual value is. And I'm talking about the wholesale value. Uh, so you can call, okay. you can call CarMax, you can go to Carvana, uh -huh. Carvana will give you a bid online without you even having to go, go All anywhere. Right. And then compare that to the residual. I've got a, I've got a fantastic article, if I say so myself, that I wrote. It's on my FAQ page. It's right at the top, as a matter of fact, because the most popular articles go to the top. And right at the top of the page, you'll see end of lease options. Read that page. Uh -huh. I think it would be a major okay. help to you to understand 
you know what what you're looking at and what to do i don't have a problem with people buying their car their own car if they don't overpay for it because that makes no sense in your case you're going to probably be underpaying so you're going to have equity the minute that you buy it and and that's a perfect scenario which is it that that doesn't happen a lot but it does happen so read that and let's see where we head from there and uh, I'll, I'll be here to help you if you need anything along the way. Let's go to Bryan, Texas, and we talk to Richard. Richard, welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, third time I've called in, and I've loved your advice. Uh, I need to replace a car. It's my work car. Uh, right now I have a Toyota Prius, uh-huh. uh, which I really like the car, mainly because it gets great gas mileage and it, uh, wear and tear on it's great. Uh, I like the fact that it's a four-door with a hatchback. What I don't like about it is it has very low ground clearance. Yep, so that's right. getting over even even tire stops is pull, <laughs> grabs my bumper and pulls, up, pulls it off but, or pulls it away. So I want to get a replacement that gets really, really good gas mileage. Uh, like I said, I really like the fact that, that I have a four-door that, with a hatchback, but even if I lay down the seats in the back, that's great because I need the cargo space because uh, I haul around a lot of boxes uh, with my work. How many miles a year are you and, driving, Richard? It's a 2011 is one I have. Uh, so, uh, and I want looking for a used car, not new, but I do like kind of the fun, some of the features that have come on the cars, the safety features uh, that ha- the cars have had recently. Kind of like those. So, how many miles a year are you driving? Well, um, I'll tell you that I drive anywhere between 50 to 200 miles a day. Okay. What What do you do, by the way? I'm I am a, an IT uh, field engineer. I do uh, computer, uh, TV, and printer work, uh, repairing them. Cool, every, and that's what I do. So in you're, you're, and homes. you're 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 sitting in a car seat a lot. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's the here's the car to get. And just okay. went I just went through this with one of our producers on a different station than what we're on right now. Uh, uh-huh. Go out and find yourself, and there's plenty of them out there. A 30,000-mile or so Volkswagen Passat diesel. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I never thought Volkswagen, but okay. Well, he didn't either. He had a Chevy Cruze diesel. He drives about as much as you do. And and he had a Chevy Cruze diesel that got totaled out. Well, when you look at what these cars are bringing and what 45 miles to the gallon, all kind of torque, a uh, huge backseat, huge trunk, great safety ratings, and they come, a certified one will come with a two-year uh, unlimited mileage warranty. So if okay. you, you start out with one with between thirty and 40,000 miles, you should be able to get in one for around fourteen five to fifteen grand. And okay. And the 45 miles per gallon is real. It will do that. It right. will do that easily. And it'll do that at 80 miles an hour, by the way. Um, okay. But a super comfortable car. It It's what I call a near luxury car. And and it's true. When you get in one, you're going to find out it, it, it's going to be, it's going to ride and drive so much better than that Prius. 
you're going to thank me for the next 200,000 miles. <laughs> and it's not uncommon for these cars to go well past 300,000 miles without any issue. So you look at what you're saving on fuel. You look at the longevity of it. You look at the fact that it's got a warranty. You look at it, you're getting into it at a low price up front. That's your answer. The place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive is CarPro USA. Call now with your question. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. I'm Kevin McCarthy. And I've seen pictures of the new Corvette all the way back to when it was a mule and they had all the camouflage on the side of the car so you couldn't really see it. Then I got to see it, pictures of it. Then I got to see it in person. But there was still something special about seeing the first one actually roll off the end of the assembly line this week. Yeah, especially knowing it brought $3 million. Oh, for charity? <laughs> yes, for charity. Oh, okay. Robert, Pleasant View, California. Robert, how can I help you, sir? Hey there, Jerry. Hi. Hey, so I'm looking for a uh, kind of small to a bit size SUV. It's actually uh, from both my wife and myself, but I'm six foot five. I have very long legs, so finding a car that I can fit in comfortably is uh, somewhat of a challenge. So I kind of narrowed it down. I thought I had kind of come to a decision that I was going to go with the uh, Lexus NX300, uh-huh. uh, which, although it doesn't have as much room as I would like, it's pretty darn comfortable, and I, I really like the car. But then I started reading a little bit about this new Genesis SUV that's coming out, yeah. and I'm just curious to know your thoughts about that, or if there's anything else that you think I could consider for what I'm looking for. Yeah, and I have trouble with with size questions because unless you and I were built alike, it's hard for me to relate to that. Um, I do like the NX300, but I also think this GV80 is going to be something really special. Problem with it's going to be this thing's going to be wildly popular and hard to come by for a long time, and they're going to bring a premium. Uh, there's been we've had numerous articles in our free newsletter about the GV80. I think it's one of the prettiest ones on the road. Um, I will tell you that what any kind of budget you're trying to stay within? <laughs> well, I thought I was going to try to stay like in the, the low to mid 40s. But, you know, now with what I'm seeing with this Genesis, it sounds like even the, the most basic model is going to be around 50. Yeah, and they're going to go up real fast from there because uh, right. they give you a low base price, but then all the options start adding up really quick the one that i recall thinking this thing's got a lot of seat travel um is the lincoln nautilus have you seen it i have yeah uh i I remember when i reviewed it i thought wow this would be a good one for tall people and it's going to run right around 50 uh nicely equipped it's a dream to drive and if you can't get comfortable in those seats uh, something's wrong because it, it's got all kinds of adjustments on it. But, you know, if you end up with the NX, I, I don't think that'd be a mistake at all. Uh, I think if, if you wait for the GV80, it's going to run closer to 60, and it's going to be there's going to be a waiting list. It's going to be hard to come by. Um, you might check out my review of the Kia Telluride. Um, it was a great SUV, and I loved it, and you can get in one of those completely loaded for under 50000 and have 
a a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. So that might be something to look at, too. I, I, I wish I could be of more help. I wish I was six foot five for just a few minutes, and I'd, I'd try to help a little bit more. Robert, thank <laughs> you. Let's talk to Phil in Northeast Ohio. Hello, Phil. We've got about a minute here, sir. What can I do for you? Well, real quick, I'm trying to buy a used Ford, either a Flex or a Explorer, yeah. um, six-cylinder. But I understood a friend of mine told me that they there, there's a problem with the like the 15, 16, 17 uh, area because they've got a water pump in the center of the engine. Can you confirm that? No, I'm sorry, I can't. I, I, I think if it was a well-known problem, uh, I you know I would have known about it. I would have heard about it. We'd have had we'd have had a recall notice in our newsletter. I haven't heard that at all. And you know, Flex hasn't been all that popular. Although I do think it's one of the best driving SUVs that's ever been made. But Explorer, with all those that are sold, if that was an issue, I believe I would know it. And I haven't heard a word. Somebody got online probably and looked at that. Clavin Ford's my dealer. They're great. You can ask Rich Clavin. Hardtop or ragtop? Let CarPro USA help you decide. Call now at 1 800 926 7777. Rewind of this hour of CarPro USA, in case you're new to the show and you wonder what kind of things do we talk about. Debbie from Burbank called, and she was looking at the Honda Civic and wanted to know about it. I advised her, probably one of the best cars out there on the road. Jim in Modesto, California, was looking for something that doesn't exist. He's looking <laughs> for a new SUV for thirty grand with a lot of options on it, and we finally backed up and said, okay, let's go used. Let's go a couple of years old. I suggested the Cadillac SRX, the MKX from Lincoln, the Ford Edge, or the Volvo S60. Then Jeffrey from L.A., he wanted to know who has the best leases, and I told him it was either Toyota or Honda, because that's true. That's what uh, that's what they're known for. And then Romulo in Gardenia, California, he called. He had an E300 lease. He was going to be low miles on it, which is always a great place to be. And uh, he's going to buy his car at the end. And what he was unclear about was um, what, what he'd have to pay for it. Well, that number is on your contract if you're leasing it. It's called the residual value. And I sent him to carprousa.com to look at my end of lease options. Richard and Brian, Texas, was looking for a work car. He's got a Prius right now. I suggested he look at the VW Passat diesel. A used one, he can pick up a nice low mileage one for around $15,000 or less. And he's going to get a great car that gets great gas mileage. Robert in Pleasant View, California, he called just a few minutes ago. He's a tall guy, six foot five, uh, looking for an SUV. We talked about the NX300 from Lexus. We talked about the new Hyundai GV80 that's coming out, which is going to be hard to come by for a while. Uh, but uh, if if he goes with that NX300, and I threw the Kia Telluride in there, too, just for the heck of it, because I really like the Telluride. Finally, Phil in Ohio just called. He had heard about a water pump problem on the Ford Flex or the Ford Explorer and wanted to know if I'd heard about that. No, I have not. So you want a third-row seat, but you have six kids. Let CarPro USA help you at 1-800-926-7777.
Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Hey, it's Mark Goodman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Also joining us is Eels frontman Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.